It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. My name is Simon in English. Welcome to the Rendezvous. I want to start to share a vibe tonight. And I don't know if you feel it too. Don't you think it's like on? And I mean on for all the good things. Like it's starting to, like uh, the birds on the trees, like, uh, you know, when you go to, um, for jogging and you see somebody you like, when you, um, I, I, it's, it's, I feel like invaded by good vibes. And, and soon enough after that, what I call the liberation, la liberation in Spanish, in French, la liberation. And I say that, So we keep the faith and our joie de vivre because I want to tell you something right now, tonight. I've been at my house for 14 or 15 months with my teddy bear for only companion, Mr. Lewis. Once I get out safely of here, it's on. That's what I got to say. Anyway, for what's coming up now, it's on for you. You calls are next. Bonjour, Jill. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jill. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? So my husband left me because I was awful to him for seven years. Mm -hmm. um, and I've sort of come to my senses now, and I can't believe I was the person that I was with him. And I want him back so bad, and I just want to start fresh, start anew. But he's done with me. He's done. And I bought him gifts for his birthday, and I dropped them off at where he's living. And he emailed me later and said, I don't want gifts. If you want to do something for me, let me go and forgive yourself. And I can't, I can't do either of those things. I just, I can't let go. What is your advice, Simon, for someone who needs to let go and forgive themselves? Yes. First of all, um, Jill, you said you were awful to him for seven years. Can you tell me? How awful you were and what did you do to him for him to want to leave you? I was very angry. I was mean. I, um, I had an affair, which he mm -hmm. forgave me for, but we never really recovered. Um, mm -hmm. And we went to marriage counseling and I stopped going because, because I didn't like it, which looking back is so stupid. I just... I colossally messed up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is it fair to say that maybe you don't know how to love well, positively, that um, you have to learn maybe in therapy, maybe that you have to relearn to love somebody, and including yourself, I, right? I it's not about him. Fair. Because, uh, you know, to, to get him back, to redestroy him makes no sense. So he's right. You've got to now be facing yourself, your toxic side and your healthy side and give a chance to your healthy side to win over your toxic side, your destructive side. Uh, and we all have those sides. It depends how big or small they are. So my advice to you, Jill, is to do actually what I did 30 years ago uh, when I was a bit of a mess. I went to a wonderful therapist just by myself, and I started doing the work, telling the truth, and understanding why I was doing what I did. It takes time, but so liberating. There is no evolution, really, without the work. So that's my advice, Jill, is, is to reprogram yourself by, you know, cleaning the past to learn how to kiss the future. And you've got to do it with the help of somebody you trust, a neutral shrink, a therapist that you pay to be a better person. Yeah. Thank you so much for all you do and bringing a positive light into the world. 
Thank you so much for those kind words. I do my best, you know, for, for a little bit of joie de vivre, as we say back in Paris. So, joie de vivre, indeed. Indeed, indeed, la joie de vivre. Uh, and God knows we all need it in these days. So That's true. <laughs> good luck to you, Jill. See a good drink. You'll be better soon, okay? Thank you, Simon. Anytime. You have a good night. So here's a question for you. Once somebody has left you, what should you do to feel better? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever felt like you wanted to almost die because somebody broke up with you? Whether it's your husband, your wife, your partner, whoever that is. Um, feel like you want, to, you want to put your head in the lake or in the ocean or in the sand and uh, stop breathing. The pain is so bad, right? Have you, you remember that feeling? I think most of us, maybe all of us have felt it once in a lifetime or sometimes more than once. Uh, it's a very painful feeling, abandonment. Being abandoned by somebody we love. And the thing is, most of the time we focus on the, the, the abandonment itself instead of wondering why it happened, right? Why did it happen and what can we do differently? So I have learned something from my own mistakes I'm going to share because this show is, is really to not do like me but do better than me. So let me share with you that life lesson that I've learned from experience coming up next. So please remember, the rendezvous is about not doing like me but doing better than me because I made a lot of mistakes. So I want to share so that you don't make them. Anyway, so a couple of times in my life, I fell in love and um, I did everything I could at the time to get the, the woman back, uh, including lying and pretending I've changed, which I didn't. I didn't do any work at the time on myself with a shrink. So, you know, yes, I've changed. I'll never do that again. I never did this and that. Lies, lies, lies. Shame on me for all that. As a, you know, I guess a desperate man or desperate. I was young at the time, my 20s. And then one girl didn't buy it. And I asked my advice then to my mom. She said, you should go see a shrink, Simon, because there's no evolution without the work. You've got to work on yourself or you're not evolving. You're just repeating the same mistakes and you pretend that you can't do better. And I went to see a therapist and little by little, I start to learn how to love better. And so that's my advice. Don't repeat the past. Clean the past and have a better future. Uh, you call the next. Bonjour, Amelia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Amelia. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? I have a question. So this year, I decided that for 2021, I would go on 50 first dates. And it's been really fun. I've been doing you know, virtual dates and all kinds of fun adventures. But I also met someone. I, or I got to 13. And then I realized I really liked this guy. And I don't know if I should kind of follow up with him and keep it going a little bit longer or if I should try to finish my, my challenge and get to all 50 this year. Mm -hmm. um, well, it all depends how much you like the dude. Yeah, oh, I really like him. He's so sweet. He's just very funny. I feel like we really like connect. Um, but have you, you've you know, met him in person? Not yet. We've, only, we've hung out and like texted and talked about a lot. Like in the last few weeks, it's been really great. But yeah, we haven't met in person yet. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that there's two things in here. Once the dating challenge, it's fun, but it gets old, in my opinion. After all, it's just uh, get to 50 or 40 or 100. You know, it's like being in a supermarket and say, well, I'm going to go look at the 100 different oranges and decide which one I want, right? Uh, or after 20 oranges, you, they will look the same, feel the same. So 
date, virtual dates could get, you know, in my opinion, boring compared to a real date. Uh, but because of the pandemic, we do what we can. My advice is to follow your intuition. So, um, Amelia, in your intuition, do you think you should just focus a little more of your time and your emotions on this new guy or keep that new guy and, and be playful with him, but continue to have finished your challenge of getting to 50 virtual dates? Well, I think I really want to follow up with him and see and, you know, get to the point where hopefully we can meet in person and see how it goes. But I also don't want to, um, you know, like try to get through, you know, however many more (laughs) to try and finish this up. Like maybe a few more just in case, like just to check. What would you tell your best girlfriend? Here's it is. How? What would you tell the, the advice would be to the best girlfriend? Let's say your best girlfriend said, "Here's my situation." What do you say? I mean, I would tell her, "Go for this guy as, as much as you can," and then, yeah, I would tell her to go for it. That's it. <laughs> Cut and dry. Why? Because the the other thirty dates, virtual online, they will be there if it doesn't work out. But if sure. the universe has put the two of you to in contact and things are developing. Don't upset the universe. That's my advice. Awesome. Okay. That's exciting. I love that advice because I think that is what I wanted to hear. Good. All right. Emilia, thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, we're going to go to Kelly's email because she can't stop doing something with her girlfriend, something that is hard to stop. So she needs my help. Let's talk about it next. So I received an interesting email from Kelly at therendezvousshow.com saying, Bonjour, Simon. I can't stop snooping on my girlfriend. I know it's not healthy, but if she leaves her phone out, I just can't help myself and I snoop. For the record, I have never found anything. And I know she would be real mad at me if she found out I did that. So, Simon, how do I stop snooping? That's a good question. Yeah, if you have this almost addiction, how do you stop snooping? Let's talk about that next. So Kelly sent me a very interesting question about snooping. She can't stop snooping on her girlfriend. Can't stop. Never found anything bad. Can't stop. If the phone is out, she's snooping. Snooping, snooping. She's asking me, what can I do to stop? I'll tell you what you can do to stop. Every time you want to snoop, go to your notebook and write why you want to snoop and what you are really looking for. What you hope to find out. Why you want to destroy the relationship. Because who snoops is doing something illegal for relationship. Remember, A sheriff or a cop cannot get into a house without a warrant. You cannot steal information from your partner's phone without their agreement. So why do you want to be a delinquent? And why do you want to break up your relationship? Right? That's the question. You want to destroy everything. So every time now you think, oh, I want to snoop. No. Go to your notebook and write why you want to do it, what you're looking for, and what is the reason why you want to break up your relationship. That's my advice. And write it again and again and again. And never touch that phone ever again. Hope that helps you. You call the next. Bonjour, Maya. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Maya. What's going on at work? How can I help you? Uh, So I have have a crush on my my coworker. But the, the situation is that he's not just my coworker. He's my immediate supervisor but it's it's oh. like a laid-back environment and it's not a big place there's no hr department there's no like policy that you can't date coworkers. but i i know 
that there's no way he, because of that dynamic, there's no way he's ever going to like make a move on me first. Right. So I've been thinking about making my move on him. I just, uh, is that stupid? Is that crazy? I need, I need some guidance on this. I really like him and I know he likes me. I can tell it's obvious. Really? How can you tell? <laughs> just, there's just chemistry. There's chemistry. Like, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm a woman. I've experienced this before. I can tell when someone <laughs> likes me. Unless I'm totally misreading it wrong, which I hope I'm not. But it would be embarrassing. Okay. But I feel strongly about it. Okay. Um, I love to dare, so I would say you should go for it in a very subtle way, and I'm going to give it to you the way to do it. Do it. The way to be able to do it without going too far uh, with guys is um, uh, you can you can uh, say, oh, you know, we should grab coffee to talk about something. So to get him out of the workplace, right? The thing is to get him out of the workplace because once you leave the workplace, you'd also leave, you know, some of the work rules. So you got geographically, physically to find a way to be outside of work, to be at ease together. So mm -hmm. find any reason. And the second thing is, and I'm a guy I know, if a woman touches my, my graze my hand or just like touch my, my hand or my, or, my, or my elbow for more than three seconds looking at me, I know that is it. That's the sign. <laughs> three seconds, and so, okay. Yeah, three, four seconds. And you talk to him and you put your hand smoothly on his elbow and you look at him in the eyes, smile, and continue conversation. If you move your hand tiny two seconds up and down on his elbow, that's it. He knows you like him. Like it's official. Now, if he doesn't do anything after that, then he's not that into you because, well, he, he doesn't want to go any further. That's it. But and it, you it don't insist. It couldn't, it couldn't just be because, you know, our, our dynamic at work, could that be the reason? Yeah, it could be. To? Yes. Okay. But, okay. but then if he doesn't do anything, you can take out your hands, continue the conversation like nothing happened and go back to work on Monday at ease. Now, if he's into you, work or no work, it's going to happen. That's my advice. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to trust you, women intuition. You say he likes you, so touch his elbow, caress him a little bit. He, he'll get it. Just do that out of work and, and then you know, talk about everything and then maybe a drink or two. And, and girl, you go for it. C'est la vie, la vie est belle. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Maya, good luck to you. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, let's go to my voicemail because Justin left me a question about her boyfriend. I'm going to help her. Her voicemail is next. If you have a question, leave me a voicemail, we'll play it on air, just like for Justin's. Take a listen. Hello, my name is Justin. Um, I have been with this guy for almost three years now, well, a little two years and five months. And um, he was just divorced about a year ago. And uh, he does have a kid. And um, when our relationship started, it wasn't the best start because I don't think he was over his ex-wife at the time and I have actually um, witnessed the uh, the bad side of their relationship and I just feel like he's still not over her. I just want to know what I should do because it's, it's it still bothers me and I do love him and his daughter a lot. Thank you. Good question, Justin. What should you do if you think your boyfriend is not over his ex? I'll tell you what I think next. So, what should you do if your partner is not over the ex? Which is Justin's voicemail about that. Just like, what should I do? Um, there's one thing to do. 
is to decide whether you are happier with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, even if they're not over the ex, or if it makes you unhappy. And then you follow your intuition. Because I've always said, you know, life is not just black and white. It's, it's, it's not cut and dry. It's very subtle, very delicate, complex. And I don't think, you know, sometimes you have to give such a dry advice to live him or stay with him. Or, no, I say follow your intuition, Justin. And at the end of the voice, you said you love him very much and his daughter. And I, I just, I think there's a lot of love there. And yes, he's probably not over his ex completely, but give it time. I, I think you have to give yourself time with him. That's my advice. Don't do anything in a rush. Let's see how it goes. And that's my advice. Thank you. You calls are next. You want to share a romantic experience, something that uh, touched your soul, your heart, share it with me. Bonjour, Fatima. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am good. Welcome to the rendezvous. Tell me what romantic experience happened to you, sweetheart. Thank you. Well, one of my favorites was no one had ever asked me to marry them. And I, I, met, I met a guy who said he was going to Burning Man. And he said he was um, going with, with a sober camp and everything. And he said he'd, he'd invited 17 people with the ticket he had. And they all said they would go and then they all couldn't go. He said, I think it's your ticket. And so I took the ticket and I went with him, and at the very end of the trip, we decided we should be together. And a few days later, we decided we should get married. And everyone said, don't get, don't get married. You can't meet someone at Burning Man. You're in a heightened state. You need to decompress. You need to be wise. But mm -hmm. I had burned my old relationship in the temple at Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know. <laughs> I, I I literally said I want to burn my my current relationship in in the temple, and I did. And I had no idea that I'd end up finding a husband there. But that's what wow. happened. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. Very romantic. Having finally having someone propose to me who barely knew me, but uh, and you still got you guys still together. We're still together, and we had a wonderful baby. <laughs> oh, Mazel Tov. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, the universe, you've got to trust the universe, Fatima. Like people say, it's like, you never know, but it's true. You can't plan love. You can't plan to fall in love. And you've got to trust the universe to make that happen for us. So you've got to really be relaxed about this. Fatima, thank you so much for sharing that story. Congratulations to you, your husband, and your baby. Thank you, Simon. Much love. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. When you met your partner, did you know from the second you met them that they were the one? Let's talk about that next. When you met your partner, did you know from the second you met them that they were the one? Love at first sight. Believe in it or not. Basically. I wanted to know what you thought, and what do I do? I put it on my social media at Money Radio, and here are the results of your vote. 35% of you voted yes. When I met my partner, I believe from the second I met them that they were the one. 65% of you voted no, 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 no. When I met my partner, I didn't know from the beginning or from the first second they were the one. Uh, 
I'm still single, so uh, I'm looking for that feeling. I felt it twice in my life, uh, a long time ago, and I guess they were one for the time. That's what I would say. Thank you so much for voting, and thank you very, very, very much for spending this late night with me. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.